0: Welcome to my podcast, Tricks of the Trademark. This is Eric Pelton with another podcast episode in which I share advice and experience based on my 20 years of working with clients around the world to protect and strengthen their brands. Welcome to a special quarantine trademark news roundup edition of our tricks of the trademark. As I record this on July 14th, 2020, there is a lot of trademark and brand stories in the news in the last few days, few weeks, few months. It's really, of course, been a newsworthy, unprecedented, unpredictable year on all fronts. And the trademark front is... Just one more way that it's been all of those things. So first, with just some basic news in the world of trademarks, filing statistics in the month of June at the USPTO were actually up about 20% over the same period, June of 2019. That's rather astonishing. That shows an investment in brands, an investment in trademark protection, and an economy moving forward in general. For the first six months of the year of 2020, the overall number of trademark filings was down just slightly, like one or two percent. That also is not surprising. The growth in the rate of trademark filings has been slowing for a little while. And with the global pandemic, with new regulations that add some hurdles and challenges for foreign filers in the U.S., with the layoffs and economic uncertainties of the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, it really is astonishing that the drop over the first six months, in my opinion, was so small. Other news from the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, they recently released the next phase of their proposal to update and increase a variety of trademark filing fees and to add some new filing fees for different procedures. I will have a separate episode dedicated to this topic entirely in the very near future. But if you want to learn more about that, I recommend that you research trademark fee proposal or trademark fee increases, you can find some articles, you can find the actual what's called notice of proposed rulemaking that was published by the federal government in the Federal Register about three or four weeks ago. And there's a comment period that's open until early August. It may get extended, tends to happen relatively frequently, but the USPTO is seeking input and comments on the proposal. Overall, the proposal basically increases the expense for trademark files of about 20% because it it projects a 20% increase in the amount of fees collected by the USPTO. Now, let's get to some of the more newsworthy topics that you might've seen in the news even if you're not a trademark lawyer or follow trademark stories closely. Just yesterday, the Washington, D.C. football team, formerly known as the Redskins, made big news by announcing that they are changing the name and they did not announce the new name, uh, but they said that they are trying to change it as soon as possible presumably for the upcoming season. One of the reasons they may not have announced it is because they may be negotiating with some people over names or trademark applications that might be filed already that could cause obstacles. Generally, when making a big public splash about a name from a highly visible company, you want to make sure that the trademark application is filed first and that Some rights that go with the filing, whether it's filed in the U.S. or filed in another country, are underway and locked up before you unveil the name, because as soon as you unveil the name, people may try to go register domain names, file trademark applications, or do other kind of spurious things to piggyback off of that. And in this situation, because it's been in the news for a few weeks that the Redskins were being pressured and looking into changing the name. A lot of people have filed for names that they think might be suitable for football-related services or for apparel, and they may or may not have actual bona fide intent to use, and their applications may be subject to challenge for a variety of reasons, but people are critically trying to speculate and capitalize on what, could be the name change. And in fact, the possible name change goes back many years. There's been pressure for many years. There was a legal dispute for many, many years over the registration of the name. And so the Washington Redskins name saga is taking another turn, and we will have to see where that ends up. Another brand that's been in the news lately is Aunt Jemima and several other names that have direct relation to the way that they portray African-Americans or came out of slavery or a different era. And there's been pressure to change Aunt Jemima and other brand names for quite some time, but that pressure built even more After the protests this spring, following the murder of George Floyd. And the Aunt Jemima name is going to be retired. In addition to the Redskins looking into their name, there are some other teams looking into their brand names as well. The Cleveland Indians, I think, are another one. And so we're seeing, you know, this movement for racial justice and social equity intersect with branding and trademarks and advertising. And it is making for a really fascinating time to be somebody who follows these kind of stories. Another trademark story in the news that has some relation to those same themes is the band formerly known as Lady Antebellum announced a few weeks ago that they were dropping Antebellum from their name because of its tie to the South and the Civil War and a bygone era, and that they were going to be known going forward as just Lady A. Now, the interesting, complicated issue is that there is another musical artist who's been going by the name Lady A for quite some time, and she would generally have prior rights in that name based on her prior use of the name. However, this situation is complicated where Lady A from the band Lady Antebellum didn't just come out of thin air, it's not a new name, it's a shortening of an existing name. They also owned registrations for the name Lady A with the US Patent and Trademark Office, the band did, that go back several years and in fact are incontestable because even when they were known as Lady Antebellum, they used Lady A from time to time as shorthand in some of their marketing, concert promotions, and other things. And so this dispute has now apparently moved to federal court after negotiations between the parties may have broken down. There's no easy answers. What it really shows is that trademark disputes can be very, very complex. There is a lot of gray area. There are a lot of different angles and pieces in this. And What is likely is the same outcome that the vast majority of trademark disputes have, which is that the parties reach some sort of settlement that either involves finding middle ground or transferring money or a combination of both of those things. Finally, one other piece of news from the U.S. Patent and Trademark, their program in the early days of the pandemic from COVID-19 and the coronavirus that allowed for extensions of time that wouldn't otherwise have been allowed and some other special provisions, those have generally all sunsetted. So applicants will no longer get an automatic kind of extension if they just ask for one or even if they missed a filing date that came up you know, I think that ended uh, at the end of May. So, for deadlines that were in March and April and May, that was applicable. But that's now ended. But there is a new program that the USPTO has for applicants who have applications that are related to dealing with or treating the coronavirus. That those applications may be eligible for expedited processing by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Now, it still takes many months to go through the registration process, but what it does do is shorten the time between the initial filing and the initial review from the Patent and Trademark Office. So it, it helps speed up the entire USPTO process a little bit by potentially several months. So that's a wrap on this episode of the Trademark News Roundup for July 2020. Look for future episodes. If there are stories you want to see me talk about that you see in the news, leave a comment or send me a message. We'll try to do this from time to time every couple of months and catch up on what's going on in the world of trademarks. Thanks. You've been listening to Tricks of the Trademark with me, Eric Pelton. I've been making trademarks bloom since 1999. For more information about my trademark services, visit my website at ericpelton.com. Thanks for listening.